wood concrete glass. We've got a bit of a, a nice day, but a windy one. So it could be a little choppy with the audio. I think it will be okay. Um, so yesterday we sort of talking inspiration and going to filling up the, I, I like calling it filling the vessel, which is just sort of the start of any creative process is you have to sort of build your, your tastes and understand uh, what you like and what you don't like in, in property de- development. Because I mean, like, even if you're doing something as simple as adding a adding a room or something to your house or just adding some minor square footage, you want to make sure that it's well considered and it looks good so that you, you have a space at the end of the day that feels um, enjoyable to live in. I mean, if you're, if you're going to go through the time to add on, put in a little bit of extra effort and even if it's a minor, you know, even if it's, a, it's more budgetary um, expenditure, you need to get to a situation where you're actually adding value to the house. Um, because, I mean, that is a good point though too, is that sometimes things are just, you know that the best use of a piece of property is tearing it down, starting from scratch. Um, so maybe you need something as a stopgap and and you don't really care what it looks like. That's a whole nother decision and, and that is a good decision if, if that's the good business case that you're working under. Um, because sometimes you just need a couple hundred square feet, you know, and and you've got a kid on the way and you need somewhere, um, to expand and and you can do it and you don't have to get too far into the weeds. Then you're looking at not, not necessarily the big idea, but you're looking at, um, where can I just get floor space, make it safe, build it to code, um, get it to get it under construction and built as fast as physically possible and uh and go from there and that's that's fine too but that also takes you know some idea i mean you have to start with that expectation uh and then you go into the process with that expectation you get um the bare minimum of of setbacks and zoning to ensure what you can do is is going to be feasible and you just you know streamline the process as quick as you possibly can make things dead simple and and get the application in and you're on your way Um, don't take any extra time with it but what you need to do educate yourself ahead of time to ensure your fastest way through the process for instance there could be certain um, zoning requirements that that would create a situation where there's certain maximum um, additions you can put on at a given time. So we have a system in our uh, municipality that um, requires, in certain areas, um, a development permit to be entered into before renovations of over um, 500 square feet. So you might have you might have loads of room on your property, but you might have to go through extra steps. So having this conversation, being aware of it before you go ahead and get plans drawn up and all that sort of thing, could be um, could save you tons of time and money. So thinking about um, questions like that and adding them to your adding them to your list of of first contact at City Hall, saying 
be completely upfront with whoever you talk to, if it's a planner or if it's a, um, a plans examiner or whoever they get to, uh, to talk to you at the front counter or even front counter staff. Come in with a, an understanding of what you can do on your lot. So educate yourself the best you can first. Then you go in and you ask, I'm looking to, in the, in this, in the example that we were just talking about, I need to put one room on my house for this exact purpose. I, I, from what I see, I have room here. Um, it's going to be constructed like this, maybe one story, two story, however you, however you can see fit, based on what how you've calculated it out and, and explain all this to whoever you're talking to. Do you see any issues with what I'm proposing? And then put that on them to then look at it and say, okay, well, how many square feet, and have it listed, you know, your square footage added, your current square footage, um, have, have all those numbers at play, but you're not dealing with fully created, um, you know, um, architectural floor plans and all this sort of stuff. This is still, this is still probing, um, probing the ideas stage you're, you're just getting first contact with with uh, the city and you're seeing if there's anything that's jump that jumps out with them because people who work for the city or for the municipality or the local government they they can see an idea and and they know all the aspects of it off the top of their head that could trigger a red flag so if you come to them with that in mind and come with an open mind and don't come with a fully designed application the whole show and puts a bunch of pressure on them at the front counter but if you come with an idea sketchings okay nothing you know things to you could put draw things to scale it's always good to to have things to scale because then that gives you an idea um as to uh how it all is going to look and line up um but don't don't put all the pressure on the fact that you've already outlaid a bunch of money because you get some people at the front counter or, or some people who are first point of contact and they sort of get a thrill out of shutting people down. <laughs> Having been up at the front counter and dealing with some of my coworkers, ooh, it's getting windy here. Hopefully, hopefully the audio is okay on this. Um, they they love it, and you have to work. You have to do what you can. To, to negotiate around that type of person. So if you if you can tell that that person like yeah you can you can get a sense pretty quickly in dealing with people is you get to the front counter or you, you get on phone call or what have you and you're asking these questions ask them a little bit of probing questions like oh like do you mind if I get your email I just like I can send you this this sort of sketch that I've got and, and we can sort of discuss it over the phone if they say no you know, if they're right away shut you down, no, we don't do that sort of thing here. Um, be just, you know, continue asking a few of your questions um, and see if there's another way to restart the conversation after you get a few answers from them. Like, don't just say, okay, hang up. But see if there's a way that you can either shift to a different colleague or just be polite, courteous, take their name. And say thanks very much for your help, and just call back, <laughs> call back, maybe a day later, see if you can get somebody else. Um, 
who can who, who's a little bit more people friendly like there, there's always people at, at organizations who are willing to help you just have to sometimes dig a little bit deeper to to find them and and, uh, and get to them um, and then once you do find that person nurture that relationship make sure you get their their email address um, remind them like how much they've helped um, you know keep keep that all those especially log all those conversations so keep keep those emails um, at the end of the year you know send them a, a, a greeting you know send them a thanks for all your help at the end of the project send them a picture of like you know thanks you started this whole process and here's how it all ended up you know it's little things like that can really can really bring um, not, I don't want to say bring joy to the person, but it is sort of a way of, of you know, brings them a little bit of um, closure to the to the project. Because I know I've dealt with a lot of people at the front counter, and and helped them out a bit. And you know you're helping someone out when you when you do it. And sometimes you know you're going above uh, above and beyond what uh, the other people in the department because you're there day in day out. Um, and you can see, you can see how they treat other people, and what they take as, you know, the right way of doing things, or the, whatever the book tells them to do. And and I'm usually one of those people who tries to think, um, think my way around situations a little bit, and not just um, dictate, go by the rule books, you know, stepwise path. You know, no, this is the way we do things. So I, I am one of those people. If you happen to <laughs> happen to find me in the in the field, but um, it's really important to to come at this from a holistic uh, um, a holistic point of view, where you can you can see that you're building a relationship with people because you might do this again sometime. Maybe you won't do it again sometime, but in in the process, you can almost build a friendship with with the with the the person you're dealing with but it takes a little bit of, of people's skills and uh and that's something that can be developed through this process anyway um so that's sort of i don't know what the, the title of this episode this is just sort of an idea that popped to my head as i started walking is that you know you need to you need to fill the vessel but not all with with creative ideas and thinking outside the box and and really getting what you want but at, at the same point in time this is just a process and for some people it it is just a matter of function you know you need you need extra floor space the the best use of the property isn't um isn't an addition it isn't a house that's going to be viable into the future maybe it has a you know, five-year time horizon, or maybe you don't have any um, any potential for a rebuild, an entire rebuild of a house, depending on where you live and the land value and all that sort of thing. So, it might be simply simply a function, uh, and it might be something that you put on a small renovation now, in preparation for ten years down the line, when you actually do your full rebuild. And I mean that can also come into play is if you can build maybe a, a structure now that wouldn't um, necessarily need to come down in the future, um, but it would give you some utility and allow you to walk through this process um, as sort of a trial run before you make your your full building permit um, application for a full new house. Because you know 
the, the process is essentially the same. doesn't matter if you're building a permit-required garden shed or building a brand new house. You, you, the same sort of general steps apply um, based on the size and all that sort of thing. So just something to keep in mind that really think about your needs as opposed to just um, the design because needs really dictate how much effort you should put into the whole process. But understand that through the process you can learn a bigger process. And I mean that can, the process could even be how to deal with people, which is a whole a whole topic of a whole different podcast I'm sure, but uh, dealing with people is the name of the game and understanding people and working through through uh, the egos and ideas of the, of the different uh, parties involved. So that's it for today. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a good day.